Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Hopkins. Amen. I'm coming at you this morning with a teaching, and we trust that it will be a blessing to you. I will be talking about in the areas of deliverance and financial wealth. I'm talking in the realm of deliverance and financial wealth. Matter of fact, I'm going to do a quick screen share, and I trust that those that are listening at this will learn and be blessed by this teaching as we go through this message, amen, on deliverance and financial prayers. That's what we're going to be doing, amen. Hallelujah. Now, the proverb that I'm coming out of in the book of Proverbs, chapter 13, verse 11. That's Proverbs, chapter 13, verse 11. And it reads like this. Wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. My dear friends, as I was have been ministering to a number of people in the ministry of deliverance, I came across strongholds that were affecting their financial lives, strongholds that were literally, literally destroying them, and they could not put their hands on as to why it was happening. Well, during a time during a prayer session that I was doing at our ministry, uh, uh, two young ladies had come to the church from out of the D.C. area was two sisters and i'm gonna share this and then i'm gonna jump in some other areas and i trust that this podcast and this message will bless you tremendously well as these two sisters came and sat down for prayer i had preached about how that the way that money is gathered if it's gotten by the seat it can cause it to diminish or interrupt the financial flow well one of the sisters comes up in the prayer line for prayer and as she steps up for prayer all of a sudden, God gives me a word of knowledge. Now, this is the way the Lord deals with me. He gives me often a word of knowledge as someone comes in before me with prayer. It even happens during our counseling sessions, wherein I will be counseling with someone and the Lord will give me a prophetic word or a word of knowledge that is pertinent to their situation. Check this out, guys. So as the one sister comes up and steps up in front of me, she wants prayer for her business. And I looked at her and I said, I said, sis, I'm going to be very careful with what I'm about to say to you. Because I was getting ready to talk about that young lady's daddy. Now, I said to her, I, I said, I really feel that God is giving me a word of knowledge to speak to you about. I said, you are an entrepreneur. I said, you are having financial struggle mostly all of your life everything you've tried to do. You have great business ideas, but they would be attacked by your strongholds that will cause them not to flourish or you not be paid the way you should be paid for the work you're doing. She looked at me and she was nodding her head. I said, now, ma'am, I said, if I'm wrong, I want you to tell me because I'm not one of those people who always thinks I'm right. So well, here I am, I'm getting ready to step up on her with a word of knowledge that God had given me. I said, I said, ma'am, I said, the spirit of God, I believe is showing me that your father had a business. I said, and then I stopped. I said, it was a contracting business. I said, and your father often did not finish the work and left the clients hanging with the work not done and their money's not paid back. All of a sudden, her sister that was sitting on the front row. Now, I don't like to talk loud when I'm giving a prophetic word like this because I don't think it's everybody in the church's business when you're trying to minister to someone in that type of environment. So as the lady sister came up, 
she jumped up and she said, you know, daddy took and caused all those people to lose all that money in the business transactions she was doing. She says, I'm getting up here in this prayer too. And I began to pray for both sisters for in their financial flow, there was a hindrance that the enemy was getting away with simply because he was not told to back off and be broken from a generational opening that the father's financial debt or financial actions had caused. Now, I know someone would say to me, Brother Hopkins, please, Apostle, you're telling me the father creates the debt and the children suffer from it? Absolutely. In the book of Kings, there was a prophet who did love the Lord, but he was in bondage to financial bondage, and his sons were going to become bond servants because of the father's actions. In this particular teaching and prayer, and this podcast, and this YouTube and Facebook message, what I'm saying to many of you is, it is possible, but not always the case that the monies that you have in your life are not flowing properly. The monies that you have in your life have been hindered by financial situations that were shady, that were not proper, and you have been suffering because of it. Check this out here. By the way, I will take the time to say this. I want to thank every single one of you out there who has cashed up us, General Ivory Hopkins. You cashed up us a $5 donation, just blessing the teaching and the work that we do. And uh, this is something one does not have to do, but we appreciate whatever you see that you show to help us. So that's cash app, General Ivory Hopkins. Now, let me get back into this message. Okay, now, look what it says in Proverbs 13 and 11, and we're looking at it in the New King James Version and also in the American Standard Version. Wealth gained by dishonesty will be diminished, but he who gathers by labor will increase. What those ladies' father did, he was gathering wealth dishonestly. Now, the Bible says, be not deceived, God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that also shall he reap. Well, he did reap the things that he did. He reaped the way that he uh, dishonestly used people. He reaped the results of it. But in doing that, it also affected his family. Now, let's keep it real. If I am building a house if I am doing a project that is for the whole family, that means not only mother and father, but children and grandchildren, I have affected a two, at least two to three generations in a shady deal if I was to do that. What happened to these sisters under the law of reciprocity, under the law of reaping and sowing, the enemy tried to hold those daughters under the bondage of the father's iniquity. And thanks be to our savior, Jesus Christ. <laughs> thanks be to God. They repented of the iniquities of dishonest wealth in the family line. And it broke the stronghold off of their finances. The American Standard Version says, wealth gotten by vanity shall be diminished, but he that gathereth by labor shall increase. Let me move on now. Some of the warning signs that you are in financial warfare, one is constant struggling in areas of finances. 
Now, I'm not talking about having a problem. Everybody under the planet has had situations where they've had a struggle going on. What we need to do, I want y'all to listen at me on this podcast, on this YouTube, on this Facebook Live. What we need to learn to do is go before the Father and ask the Father, why is my finances jacked up? How come money just flows through my hand? I'm talking to you out there who you make good money. You get a good job and you're either minimized, not paid what it's worth, or you get the money and it's always a financial struggle. Are you hearing me? Number two, you're not spending unwisely, but seem to have a hard time making ends meet. That means you get it in. You're not spending foolishly, but for some reason, it goes directly through your hands and you have a struggle all the time. Matter of fact, there, there is a stronghold called the spirit of poverty. The spirit of poverty in most of its general actions causes an individual to not have the ability to gain finances. Amen. This particular curse of reaping and sowing financial hits from the enemy because of an open door of poor money management or shady deals in your family line or by yourself or doors that were opened by you or an individual. Uh, I will share this. Most of you know that in, back in the day before Christ, I was a little wannabe drug dealer. I wasn't all that, but I was a little wannabe drug dealer. Yes, we've done some shady stuff dealing with drugs. I'm just keeping it real. Listen at the story. Follow what I'm trying to show you here. After I preached that message and those two sisters got a breakthrough, I went home that night, as I usually do, I sat on the edge of my bed. And I often begin to just thank God for how the anointing moved. Thank God for how his spirit blessed. And as I was sitting there, I want y'all to listen at what I'm saying. The Holy Spirit said, now about you. I, I went like, whoa, what? Wait, now about you. He said, your finances has a stronghold attached to it as well. And I want you to break the tie and that stronghold is being used by the enemy through your mindset. Now, somebody might say, well, wait a minute, Brother Ivory, you are saved. You are an apostle of God. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. You, you look like you're doing pretty good to me. Guess what? There was a spiritual stronghold attached to the mindset that I still had, although saved, about drug dealing. Are you hearing me? The Holy Spirit said, when you sold those drugs, I want you to understand how I saw it. You were binding your people and opening doors to the enemy, helping the enemy bind the souls of my people. He said, when you were selling that drug to that girl out there on the street, you were taking money and you were taking food out of a baby's mouths. You were causing them not to have the things they needed in order to live the life that I called them to live. And he said, when you gave your life to me, I forgave you. 
but there's still a street part in your mind that doesn't match my mind. And I'm going to say it again. The Holy Spirit said there is a street way of thinking still in you, Ivory, Apostle Hopkins, that is not my mind. And you need to be renewed in your mind so that you can be renewed in the flow of finances coming in your life because you still are holding on to the drug mentality, although you're not selling dope. And I was like, oh, come on now. Devil, I rebuke you, Satan. I bind you. And guess what? The Holy Spirit said, you can do all that you want. Listen to what I'm saying. And I said, okay, Lord, if this is you, show me what you're talking about in my mind. And the Holy Spirit said, when someone in your family line sins, gets busted for illegally selling substance that you were saved from, you are still angry at the law. You're angry at the system for them getting busted doing the things that I'm against. I said, good God almighty. And then I, God began to show me, a relative would get me, he showed me a picture of my mentality. And when he did, I said, I repent because I would have a family member get busted uh, some, or a friend of somebody get busted with drugs. And I would be upset at the law for busting them more than saying, God, deliver them from this stronghold and what have you. The law, God had created the law for the lawless, but salvation redeems those who have actually broken the law. And I still had a mentality. Now I'm going to say to you, I'm going to say to you on this podcast, do you still have a mentality that justifies iniquity, although you are prophetic, apostolic, a teacher, or strong in the Lord, so you say? The Lord had me to see what he saw about those things with the drugs, and guess what? I said, Father, in the name of Jesus, you have long forgiven me of the sin of drug addiction. Father, I even ask you to forgive me when I was selling drugs, but Father, I ask you to deliver my mind, which became a gateway to the enemy, saying he has a legal right. Listen, Jesus said something that was powerful. He said, the wicked one cometh and has nothing in me. Now, I maintain to tell you, you can always pick it up any way you want to, because in stuff like this, in Thoughts like this, in teaching like this, you have to allow the Holy Spirit to see who you are and you see yourself through his eyes. And sometimes that's difficult for some of us to do. But I realized God was right. I repented of, of, of being feeling like uh, the people who arrested us for doing illegal were wrong. I repented of the sin. And y'all want to hear something amazing? A level of my finances went right up. I'm going to say something here on this podcast, on this show. Many times, somebody will come to you and tell you, oh, praise God, if you want to break through in your finances, all you need to do is sell, give me three or $400 donation. All you need to do is sow a $500, $1,000 seed, and you'll get the breakthrough. All you need to do, my friend is ask God to, to help you to identify from what direction the bondage in your finances is taking place. Or is anybody hearing me? 
Now, I'm going to tell this truth, and I'm not going to back up. I'm going to say it boldly. I have seen many times in churches where they have hustled people for offerings for a breakthrough in finances that never even addressed the issue. The only thing it addressed was the pocket of the preacher raising the offering. I said it. Now, is every offering wrong? No. You just heard the podcast of Ari Hopkins, the General of Deliverance. If you like to sow a seed of $5 to help out with the work of the ministry that we're doing here, you can cash app General Ari Hopkins, and you can also go to the website at pilgrimsministry.org. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Stay tuned.